Welcome back to That Was A Close One. Today we have a Halloween murder story for a special occasion. <laughs> Why did it be so weird? <laughs> Alright, let's get into the story. On October 31st, 1974, the O'Brien family had a roast pork supper with a family friend named Jim Bates and his family in Pasadena, Texas. 30-year-old Ronald Clark O'Brien and his wife were going through a rough patch in their marriage. They had recently lost their home and had to relocate to an apartment. Ronald had trouble holding down a job. He had been fired from over 21 jobs in the past year. Jeez Louise. <laughs> That's crazy having that many jobs getting yes. fired from. Fired from. Not oh, quit. not even just leaving. Oh, that's even fired. worse. Yeah. And he was about to lose his current job. So Ronald was estimated to be in about $100,000 in debt. Oh, jeez. I'm glad we're not in that type of debt. I mean, I know, we, <laughs> I know we have bills we have and whatever, but we're not that deep in the hole. <laughs> After the Bates family treated them to the supper, both families took their children trick-or-treating. At one point, they came to a dark house although it looked as though no one was home. The children rang the doorbell anyway, and no one answered. Of course, no one was there. As Bates and, his, and the children continued trick-or-treating, O'Brien stayed behind. When he caught up with the group later, he had some extra treats for the children. What kind of extra treats? <laughs> Is this a trick? Or is there actually a treat? Which know. one? Which one? <laughs> so O'Brien told them that the wealthy neighbors gave them special treats. Five large 22-inch pixie sticks. <laughs> That's not even worth it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. You want me to have just a big tube of sugar? I can go home and get that. Give me a daggone Hershey's bar or something. <laughs> So Ronald gave the pixie stick to his children and the two Bates children, plus a trick-or-treater who was there that went to his church. Timothy wanted just one piece of candy before bed, the pixie stick. His sister Elizabeth passed out um, on the bedtime treat, so she didn't, she didn't get one. I'm guessing these are laced with drugs. Yep, I see the smile on your face, they are. <laughs> Lace with the cocaine or something like that. <laughs> there were some odd things about the pixie stick that any conscious pers parent what? I any conscience? Con <laughs> we can't. We can't read. And any parent. conscience parent? What? Parent. Okay, just re-say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. There were some odd things about the pixie stick that any conscious parent would have noticed. For example, the straw was stapled together at the bottom. 
Not only that, the candy inside had an odd, clumpy consistency. 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 Now you're making me say it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was just clumpy. You're making me say it wrong. (laughs) Consistency. There you go. Okay, clumpy. (laughs) After Timothy tasted the candy... He told his father that it was bitter. So O'Brien gave Timothy a glass of Kool-Aid to wash down the bitter taste away. Not even one minute later, Timothy called out for his father and told him that his stomach was hurting. It seems like it wasn't long before he was up and complaining his stomach hurt and he didn't feel good. He was bent over vomiting and was holding him when he just went limp. Timothy died on his way to the hospital. Timothy died on the way to the hospital. He was pronounced dead at 10.30 p.m., 90 minutes after just one taste of the candy. An autopsy determined that the cause of death was cyanide poisoning. Oh, yeah. I still don't know how the parents wouldn't even notice that there's something going on with the candy can... Like pixie sticks at the very bottom are heat sealed with that plastic. Like they're crimped and sealed by heat, not a staple. Very obviously. All reports agreed that Timothy had enough uh, potassium cyanide in his system to kill two adults. The police visited the Bates family at 11 p.m. the night because, you know, that was, um, they also got pixie sticks, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the children's mother didn't let their children eat any candy before bed. The police also found the last uh, person who had the pixie stick, which was a little kid from church. And they uh, stopped at the home at 2 a.m. Fortunately, his parents also stopped him from opening the candy. He fell asleep with the pixie stick beside him, though. Ronald retraced his steps, trying to recall where the poison candy came from. He couldn't seem to get his story straight, so Ronald did point out that the dark house as a possible source, the one they knocked out, no one answered. O'Brien said that he saw was a hairy arm reaching out and giving giving him the five pixie sticks. Investigators found out that the owner of the house was an air traffic controller and he had a solid alibi of 200 witnesses confirming that he was working at the time. So Ronald O'Brien said he handed out the candy. Police turned their attention to Ronald, and they found out about how deeply in debt he was. Ronald had lost both, both his house and his car. Investigators found out that Ronald had been terminated from 21 jobs within the 10 months for negligence or a fraudulent behavior. At the time Timothy's death, Texas State Optical was about to fire him for suspect of theft. So that explains why he's always getting fired. Besides his car being repossessed, he had also defaulted on bank loans. His take-home pay at the time wasn't enough to cover basic expenses such as food and rent. In addition to his financial situation, 
police find out that Ronald had been taking out multiple life insurance policies on his children nine days before Timothy's death. Ronald contacted his insurance company and took out a $20,000 policy on each of his children. In addition to the $10,000 policies he already had on them, he also forged his wife's signature on the policies as a co-beneficiary. Investigators also found a piece of tape from an adding machine that Ronald wrote that the amount of each one of his debts on it. All of his debts added up to the amount of the insurance policies. Police found out that Ronald had also asked many companies about purchasing cyanide. He also asked as if kidding around the amount of cyanide needed to kill someone. Who jokes around about that? No, honestly, I don't even know where you would even get any of that. I don't know, but I ain't gonna be asking that. <laughs> I don't wanna know. Well, I mean, I could easily find out on the internet how much cyanide kills someone, but at the same point, like... <sighs> you won't be investigated if something happened to me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, it's just so weird. Like, I mean, what, what... I don't understand his motive there, or motive to try to, like, just kill people just because, oh, I'm in debt, let me kill someone. Because he'll get his children's policies. Oh, I was saying he's trying to kill his children? That's who's... Yeah, this is Ronald. Ronald O'Brien. The guy that... The father that gave him the pixie sticks. I thought he gave them to other children. Yeah, he gave them to his children. And then the Bates family children and that random kid. And his kid is the one that died because he's the only one that ate it. Investigators... I must have zoned out for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My bad. Investigators also found a knife in O'Brien's house with a pixie stick residue on it. Ronald O'Brien made sure to call his insurance company on the day before Timothy's funeral for information on how to collect his son's policy. At his son's funeral, he also talked about how he was going to use his son's insurance money for a vacation. Oh my gosh. He literally is using his son's death as vacation money. Like, oh, I'm in over $100,000 of debt. Let me kill my son. That way I can get money. Not to pay off the bills, no. To go on a vacation. Right. That's like what a heartless dude that is. Vacation or just run away? Police arrested Ronald Clark O'Brien for his son's murder on November 5th, 1974. However, the jury wasn't fooled. It took them only 90 minutes to reach a guilty verdict. After an additional 70 minutes, the jury decided to sentence him to death. O'Brien never confessed to the crime, despite the numerous um, amount of evidence. Like, you, you're already in that deep and you're still not going to confess to it? Like, so how evil and messed up these people are with their nasty brains like oh i'm just gonna kill my child and i'm gonna plead guilty to it right i don't even know how they can live with the conscience of knowing that you killed your child just because you wanted money from it it's so dumb so that's why they tell you to check your children's candy but i mean no stranger gave him that candy his own father did and it, it's kind of messed up that he gave them to the other kids too like what was he gonna get out of that 
I know. You're, you're not going to get any life insurance policy off of them, so why even try to kill them? I guess he's trying to make it look like, you know, someone actually gave them candy. But, I mean, it all adds up to him. He's the one that handed it out. He wasn't very smart with his murder. Nope. And then, well, where was his wife and all this? Well, she did, she wasn't aware of any of it. You know, she's like, oh, you know, the kids got candy. Like, she didn't know anything about it. Like, it just makes it, you know, sad for her to have her son die and then end up being her husband that killed him. And just to get the freaking, you know, insurance money off of him and then not even trying to do anything good with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what she was thinking after she found out that he's the one that did it. Like, Yeah. All right. I hope you guys have a happy Halloween. And check your kids' candy thoroughly. (laughs) (laughs) Better watch out. They might have cyanide in their pixie sticks. Yeah. Sharp razor blades in their candy. Yeah. Check it. Seriously. They might have drug, other like regular drugs in it too. Because apparently, you know, drug dealers want to give your kids drugs instead of making money (laughs) off of it. (laughs) Oh, God. No, I hope everyone just stay safe out there. And enjoy the holiday. Get your spook on. That's it. Follow our Instagram at that dot was a close one and our TikTok at that was a close one Pope. And we will give you a shout out. And comment any suggestions you have. And if you guys have any personal dear, near death experiences and would like us to tell you about them, email at us at that was a close one 348 at gmail.com. And we'll share it here on the podcast. We would like to also give credit to the music used in the podcast. The background music is from Ghost Stories Incorporated, which can be found on Spotify. Goodbye!